This is the Oddfather Podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court. Hello again, Chris Matthews, pastor, a man who finds God baffling. It's good to be with you again, Pete, a man to whom the questions are far more important than the answers. (laughs) I don't know about that. I just don't know what the answers are. So let's find some questions. Here's one. A guy called Chris Wimmons, or Wymans if you prefer, um, is an American guy. He's, uh, he writes a lot of very scholarly stuff. He's known as a poet, translator, editor, and essayist in the US. Um, and I believe he's had a number of hand fights and arm wrestles with cancers and various things. So he's been, he's been unwell. But he writes really powerfully about faith. He said in an article called My Bright Abyss. There you go. There's a title for you. He said, Cheerful fellow. He was talking about returning to faith and coming back to it. He said, in fact... There is no way to return to the faith of your childhood. What do you think of, do you, could you, Chris, return to your childhood faith? I would hope not. Why not? Oh, I was a bit of a klutz as a kid. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, much as though I guess I, I don't want to feel that I know everything now, I certainly mm. know more than I did when I first came to faith. Um, and... I think the, it's, it's that whole idea of getting back to something yeah. implies capturing something that is lost. And I think that's probably you – know, and I imagine he's talking about people who have perhaps lost their way, lost mm. their faith, yeah. have yeah. come back to a, an understanding of faith yeah. and tried to recreate what was initially – Theirs. Yeah, I think it, it was in the context of I think a friend who had fallen away and had come back and had returned to the faith of their childhood, or they had been asked to return to the faith of their childhood, and he said, "You can't do that. I, you you I can't agree. do that." Mm. Uh, he says, "Faith is not some remote, remembered country into which you come like a long-exiled king, dispensing the old wisdom, casting out the radical insurrectionist aspects of yourself by which you've been betrayed." Uh, so you can't oh. just come in and kick out what you know what was there and. Be, be back in that faithful childhood Sunday school days. Would you want to? Um, would you want to have that? Like that? It's, it's it's like anything when you first start doing it. It's really exciting, and there's so much ahead of you, and it's really woohoo. Um, would you want to go back to that? Um, that's actually a, a really good question because it's something that I've been thinking of mm. uh, in terms of um, some of the things that happened. Uh, in the early days of, of coming to faith, yeah. um, some of the things that we we did, um, some of the prayers that we prayed, <laughs> some of the things that we experienced, um, and a lot of that has changed. Mm. And th- there are times when I sort of think, yeah, I remember the buzz and the excitement and the hairs on my arms mm. rising as I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit in worship songs. And while that still happens... It, it's it's not as the, there are other things in there with it that, mm. in a sense, possibly either temper it or change it slightly. Now, on reflection, what I have discovered is that that is not a bad thing; that is actually a new thing, and I think that's more valuable than trying to get back the old thing. Well, yeah, interesting because the old thing is that new thing that really hit you in the heart. Like the first time you spoke in tongues, for example, or whatever happens to be your personal experience, um, that's a moment when, wow, mm. you know, 
and to get that I've, I and I I've, I've said this again and again to people who said why what about that particular church that used to be down the road from you that I used to go to once or twice and it was like they were constantly trying to get back to that that moment and mm. I just couldn't and, and I think there are still churches doing that there are and 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 this is this is weird it's like camping you know, you, when you're camping, when you're yes. a kid, you go camping and with the family and you go to this place and it's just the dream holiday. It's fantastic. You know, the fish are biting or the sandcastles are bigger or whatever. Yep. It's just the most perfect place. And then every year you go back there. But it's not the same. No. Because it's changed. You've changed. I mean, it's still a holiday and it's great, but you haven't necessarily grown into that space and if you keep going back to your faith of your childhood wanting to get back that first experience what are you losing maturity i think mm. and your camping example is actually very um apt i think mm. for myself particularly uh, our family has been camping every year in the on the october long weekend yeah. at deep creek campground for the last 30 years. Wow. And the thing is, the fir- I can still remember the first time we went and the last time we went. Mm. And the place, the campsite has varied mm. slightly, um, but the camp, the whole atmosphere itself has changed dramatically, not just because... There have been some years where the weather has been abysmal. <laughs> the fish yeah, haven't yeah. been biting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes they're, they're the best years. Yeah. Because um, there's something new. Yeah. They're the, a new adventure that yeah. comes in, yeah. And the thing is now my, my kids have grown from mm. zero to 30 plus. Well, I won't give away any. But they're taking yeah. their kids now. Aren't yeah. They? yeah. And, and so the dynamics yeah. have changed tremendously over the years. That's an interesting – I think that's an interesting parallel for our faith growing up. Hmm. There is that going back and this is probably – I mean if you wanted to draw the analogy and just to really make it – you know, going back to church every week. Yeah. You don't necessarily want the experience of the first time. You want the experience of this time. Yes. And I think going back to the same place, camping or, you know, taking the holidays, it builds up family traditions. Yes. And there, there are things that you do when you're camping with the family there that don't happen anywhere else. Exactly. And there's a familiarity. Mm. But it doesn't mean you do the same things every time you go there. Mm. Um, it, it, I think it, it's, it's a space that makes you feel safe if you're not afraid of snakes, spiders and all of those things. <laughs> um, to actually relax, um, try new things, invite new friends. Mm-hmm. And, and so while there is a, a degree of um, sameness... I think it opens the uh, the doors of opportunity for, for change. So you're not in that, again, to, to use the metaphor, the analogy, you're not returning to the camp site of your childhood. You're no. returning to the same place but as an adult, as a more mature, yeah. grown-up person, if you like. Yeah, and, and uh, going to church, I think, yeah. it's a great way to think of it. Yeah. That it, it's a place where you should be familiar enough for it, so that the things that get in your way, <laughs> in terms of getting closer to God, mm. fade into the background and mm. al- allow you to have new experiences with God. Mm. But it does take courage to do that because it's—I think—it's easy, especially the older we get, mm. to fall into old habits and old routines, and <clears throat> dare I say, worship them mm. instead of 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- following the rote, yeah. if you like. Yeah. yeah. And we, we've been talking about camping and, and faith and, and they're not the same thing and f- camping is something that, as you said, you do one, one weekend of the year sort of thing. Yes. Faith is something that's with you constantly all the time every day. Mm. And I guess the, the, the real trick then would it be to, I, I, I don't know, this is, this is, I don't know what the question is, H- how can I keep my faith from staying childlike? Um, because, and hmm. just sorry, whilst you ponder that, because one of the things I have learned and teach is that to be highly creative and to be successful as highly creative people, we need to be childlike. Hmm. We need to be in touch with our childhoodness. You need to be able to be a child and just do things for the sake of having fun. Yes. So is there a way that we can be worldly children but spiritual adults? What would that look like? I mm. um, perhaps we don't have to split the definitions quite so much. Okay? Mm. I think it's a question of what part of childlikeness is the important part. I mean, bursting into tears because we've stubbed our toe um, <laughs> minorly. Oh, you saw that, is, did you? Is, uh, <laughs> is, is childlike. Mm. I mean, it's interesting watching... My two grandkids, they, yeah. they both stubbed their toe the other day. Mm. One minimally <laughs> collapsed in a heap. Yeah. The other one drew blood and uh, turned around to make sure that nobody was watching, continued playing because they didn't yeah. want to miss out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there's, there's, mm. there are differences in that. But I think the, the childlikeness that we're called to mm. is that lack of fear of the new and the unexpected and the delightful and the... They're just irrelevant, if you like. Mm. Some things that don't necessarily have a linear purpose. So Chris Wymans reckons that um, you can not return to the faith of your childhood. And I think is it Paul in his letters says, you know, stop drinking milk, grow up, eat some meat. You've mm. got to, spiritually speaking, you've got to feed yourselves on, on tougher stuff. You've got, yep. to, you've got to be more mature and grown up. One of the things I find personally about churches, and particularly this is probably the more traditional in the older churches, is that they are very mature. Yes, yes. You should see his grin, ladies and gentlemen. And they are, and there is that sense. But I find the more I get to know God and the more, like just talking about this podcast and stuff, the more I find God loves the child. God wants me to play. Mm. God loves joy. How can I be a mature meat-eating person of faith and yet still romp around in the garden with God? Is, is that something that I can do? How, how, can, I, how can I be that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how you can be that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I heartily applaud the sentiment. I think that's – and it's something that unlike children, and I think this is the, the key difference, mm. as adults we have to work at being childlike. For them, it's it's who they are. It's their job description. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm a kid. It's my job. Um, and I think that a lot of us shy away from that because of that idea that we're people look at us for wisdom, maturity, and um, gravitas, mm. and all of those things. Stability. Stability. Yeah. Whereas, although those things are important, I think people also look at us to be a bit light-hearted. Um, sort of 
let the balloon go occasionally and, and, and have a good time. Heck, just have a balloon. Well, yes. Yeah. So Preferably s- a helium one so you can make your voice squeak. Exactly. So can I work at being a childlike man of God? No, I think you have to play at it. <laughs> and, and I think that's where we lose it because we, we, we look at what we need and our tendency, and it's probably beaten mm. into us in terms of our jobs and our careers and everything mm-hmm. else, that it's just another job on the list to do. I need to be happy. Mm. Uh, okay, so let's look at steps A, B and say, no, no, just play. Be happy. Just do nothing. Stop trying and start being. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us, podcast at theoddfather.net or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions.